Good morning, USA. Tuesday, June the 27th, 2023, now in progress. The boat has left the station. This is the big show with Robbie and Rochelle in the morning and the whole crew at 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM on your boss app or 1071theboss.com. On TuneIn as well. We're with all the Odyssey stations on TuneIn. Hi, cousins. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> Joe is mad at me once again. Why? Why am I mad at you? Because I texted you twice yesterday and you didn't reply either time. So you texted me twice yesterday? I did. And this is how friendships work, is that when someone reaches out and sends you a little some funny picture or something, you're supposed to respond, and I got nothing. So I assume you're mad at me again today, <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> I must have done something. Maybe you oh, didn't you get the text. A, you sent me a fart joke. I mean, yes, I did. And I was shocked that I didn't get a reply to that. That's pretty good, isn't it? And then you sent me something complaining about Ross. I was not complaining about Ross. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, you did. I didn't think I would. I didn't think it either required a response. I thought you were just venting. That's ice cold. I always what? pick up the phone when you call me. Well, because when I'm calling you, I usually have a reason. Well, fine. Well, then I just I won't <laughs> won't think no. of you the next time I see a fart gif on Facebook. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just been it's been great. It's been uh, very busy around. A lot going on. Uh huh. So. All much more important than me. Yes, I do think when someone texts you, you at least have to give that little, that little like thumbs up or some just just to know that you you've seen the text. Thank you. Well, that's I can all. see he's seen it. It says red, and so that's uh, adds to the oh. insult when I see he's read it and I he see. chose to ignore me. <laughs> I see. I see. Especially when I, I think of it like a half an hour later, and I saw he he saw it right uh, away, and he just ignored me. So I mm. said, well, I must have done something. I've offended Joe in some way. We, we were arguing yesterday morning again about the Jersey Devil, about the pineapple pizza. So I thought, there's got to be something here. And then I start going into my head about it, you know? Right. Well, I also don't think that if someone doesn't respond, you should automatically jump to, he's mad at me. He may have just right. been busy or not seen it or saw it and thought he'd respond later and then forgot. No. We're, we're all busy. We have things that's that we're doing. Well, I'm, exactly I'm really not that busy. <laughs> well, I think that's the biggest issue here. <laughs> I'm just looking for friends. That's the biggest issue here is... is you know, you're at home, no. not doing anything. <laughs> Joe's busy. <laughs> no. Joe still get kids on the payroll. I That's love that. Right. right. And I'm doing that. I'm talking to them. I'm doing, I'm down in the barn working on stuff with a boat. I'm up here getting yelled at by my wife. I'm doing all this stuff, you know, just like every other guy. <laughs> well, I was just sitting on the couch yesterday. Actually, it's not true. She didn't wife me. Didn't you you didn't get wifed yesterday? No, I didn't. Robbie well, did I really when I got do. home. I got to be honest. Yeah. I don't. I don't get wifed, as you just said. That's mm. a very funny way to put it. I, she doesn't really do it that often. Yeah, she was a little upset when uh, Rochelle got home yesterday. As you mentioned, Ross was here because she was traveling yesterday. Uh-oh. So she gets in, and the minute the door opens, she says... Now, it stinks in here. No, you said it smells like... Shh, yeah. And then we won't finish the expletive. Yeah. It smelled terrible, That Joe. she'll use. Now, I don't know why, because I cleaned the litter... The, I must have been the cat, I assume. But I, I cleaned know, the litter box. I don't box. know what it was, but it smelled like rotting death. It was horrible. <laughs> the litter box was full. The dishes were full. The sink was like filled with crap, and the dishes had not been rinsed out. That's true. So they were sitting there for days. And then Robbie also <laughs> likes to turn the heat up to or the air up to like seventy eight. So it's like ruminating. It's like permeating in the room. It's hot. That's it's like right I walked in. I was yeah. like, Oh my god, what is happening? I don't get a hug. I don't get nothing. She just walks in and starts lighting candles. And <laughs> spraying the room. Oh, it smells terrible in there. I, I smelled nothing. Oh. Honest to God, it didn't smell to me. That was the worst part. You're like, I don't, I don't smell nothing. I really don't. Are yeah. you kidding? <laughs> that happens here a lot. That I don't smell anything. Oh. And, and I get 
What smells? What smells? I swear I don't smell anything. It's gross. I'm just sitting there in my own filth, texting Joe, getting no response. That was my <laughs> afternoon yesterday. Should have been <laughs> doing the dishes. The air conditioner. It was, she likes to freeze me out, so I. It's a little perk of when she's traveling is I get to warm up a little bit. Seventy-eight is a little ridiculous. That's I'm hot. sorry. That's silly. You had it set to seventy-eight. I mean, if it was above eighty, I could see the argument. But Are you serious? Is no, I think I had it at seventy-five, and it just went up because the air didn't click on. I think that's all. It was seventy-eight. It was nice. No, it's like a sauna. I loved it. And then you got the garbage smell. It was. And then I had like, the I had the heating yeah. pad on with the temperature seventy eight. Nice and cozy. It was nice. But that's what happens with the garbage when you have it up at seventy eight. Right, the garbage smells bad. Thanks. I didn't take the garbage out either, so that could have smelled. No, that's the, dish, the dishwasher had the dirty dishes in it. It wasn't run. The sink had so it was. It smelled like you're walking uh, through New York City streets. It was gross. I've been spoiled by her since we get together, so I just don't even think to clean. It doesn't even occur to me. I'm a spoiled brat now. <laughs> Now? See, actually, our dishwasher is running as I speak right now. Mm. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I'm done, I go up and empty that out. All the dishes are in the thing. All I got to do is wipe down the counter. That's what I made last night. I made chicken last night. So when, if she gets home tonight, depending on the weather, um, we'll have chicken. We don't have to cook. Not only does he cook, he cleans up after himself. Can you imagine being married to a guy like that? No, 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 no. Let's not get crazy. I don't clean up after myself really all that much. But... Enough to get by most of the time, I think. <laughs> I got two whammies against me. It's bad. This is why I get time to be texting him all day. Oof. I'll tell you what, I was flabbergasted how fast time flies. We were traveling this weekend, picking up the kids, and I got to take uh, Grayson for baseball pictures. And mm-hmm. I said, didn't we just do that? You're like, yeah, June of last year. Last year. It yeah. feels like we just did that. I know. And it I wasn't know. anything, you know, huge. It wasn't like it was a big event. But it's funny. I just remember being there in the field and mm-hmm. the grass and the smell, and it was a really hot day. I remember that. Very hot, yeah. And we, it took a long time because they got to wrangle all those kids together to take a group <laughs> shot and then the individual shot. And, of course, there's always parents that have input for the photographer. Oh, always, What yes. they want the baseball picture to, you know, there's like it's a Babe Ruth card. You know what I'm saying? Or I, the Honus Wagner. It's a, your kid plays Little League baseball. Yeah. But it's just funny how I, I would have sworn that happened maybe two months ago. It was already a year. It was a year, it, yeah. It, it gives you the willies a little bit sometimes how fast time seems to fly, you know? I I know, I know. Well, we did him again this year, and this year he's in fast pitch, which is, or I'm sorry, coach pitch baseball. So it's not little league, it's not t-ball. It was a little different. So the what parent, is coach pitch? I don't know what that is. It means that the coach is pitching to all of the kids, so they're not hitting it off a tee. They're actually hitting a ball that's being thrown okay. to them. So it's the first step to playing regular baseball. They pitch the ball in little league, though, don't they? Well, not, he, or he's he not was, there yet. He was in t-ball last oh, okay. year, so he did t-ball, and this was coach pitch. But it's funny because now he has more equipment because it's not a tee. So the parents were even worse this year because they had helmets to wear. They had right. different bats to wear. They could use the ball. And the, the photos did take forever. And of course, it's extremely awkward for me because I'm standing there with my ex and now his new wife right. and his wife's ex-husband and her friend or and his new wife. And they're like best friends. And I'm just <laughs> in the corner by myself standing there. I'm like, can we get the pictures done? It's time well, to listen, go. You're all there for the kid. You're not yeah. there to see each other. And no, I understand we were. that. We but were. I never took team pictures before, so I didn't realize what this was going to be. I did pictures for math club and those kind of things. I was in the <laughs> they activity took pictures group. for math club. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't in math club, but <laughs> I, I was a debate or something, yeah. and they would get everybody that was in a club together, and you'd take pictures and couldn't letter for any of those things. So it was really, I don't know why we're taking a picture just right. to, so your kids could embarrass you thirty years later when they're looking through your yearbook. Well, the hardest part of taking the pictures with kids 
seven, eight years old is they're all, they're mostly little boys. There was one little girl on the team, but they're just so messy. And we're at a park. It was hot. There is mud because it had rained the day before. And so you just have to have all of them stand still, which is completely impossible for a seven, eight year old little boy to do. And it did take a long time because there was, they had every team there doing it. So there's like at least 75 kids there. And then the individual teams, you had to wait for each person to be done. I just remember last year, the guy taking the pictures is chain smoking, like couldn't have cared less. (laughs) All right, next, next. (laughs) Meanwhile, you know, there's one mother and she's like, now, now listen, uh, Johnny, hold the baseball bat just a little to the left. Now lift your chin a little bit. It's not a baseball card. (laughs) Take the picture with your phone if you want the picture of the kid so bad. You can do it right after, okay? How much do they charge for this? Do I want to know what they charge for these things? Uh, I think the package is like 35 bucks. That's not terrible. Unbelievable. You should just use your phone and take a picture of them on the field. I did do that too, but I did order the... I just ordered one picture. $35 for one picture. I should have become a photographer. (laughs) Who knew? Or a videographer, like I was talking about weddings earlier. That's crazy. Joe, didn't you used to uh, coach... Little kids, t-ball, that sort of thing. What you did you do that? Oh, I coached t-ball for a long time. I yeah, thought, I thought so. Yeah, but uh, but I coached uh, high school basketball too. What's uh, it like uh, coaching those young kids with the t-ball? Because would, would you say I'm by experience? Yeah, right. They're crazy, aren't they? Brutal. Yeah. Nobody knows what they're doing. Right. Yeah. And by the end of the season, they do. But it's so fast too. It's only about six weeks. And that's fine because they're little kids, and I get that. But like I'm saying, the parents take it as though this is uh, the all-star break. They're so serious about the pictures and the uniform's got to be just right. And how come my son didn't get this number? And it was uh, again, I was was just standing there saying nothing. But I was blown away with how bananas the parents get. They're they're crazier than the kids. In my experience, the nine-year-old league was the worst. Mm. Because when kids are nine years old, their parents think they're Babe Ruth, Einstein, and whoever else, all in the in the one kid. And uh, and what happens is is that they, a lot of times they find out that isn't necessarily true. Yeah, yeah. But that isn't that isn't the kid's fault. That's the coach's fault. Yeah. And um, I, yeah, I had a, I had a bunch of parents like that uh, that were. Uh, Really un- unbearable. I got to tell you, I'm glad, like you, that my parents are just a little older than the baby boomer generation. Because I was reading mm-hmm. an article not that long ago, it was about how we're raising, a, you know, wimpy kids over the last 30 years in this country. And I think part of it is that while they were always supportive, I mean, geez, saying I want to be a DJ is a goofy job, right? My parents were always supportive. Nobody ever said you are the smartest kid in the class and you're very special and you can do anything you want to do. Nobody said that to me. Everyone was like, "Listen, try your best. If you screw up, it's life. Move on. Have a have a, have a meatball sandwich." You know. I'm saying. In fact, if anything, they told me the opposite. Man, you're an idiot. <laughs> you <a> little troll. <laughs> but it builds character. You know, funny. you tell every kid yeah. that they're the best that there is, and you're setting them up for failure. But I think that there are different... If, t- I, ever got, if I ever got like anything home from the nuns or the priests, right? It wouldn't be... There was no explanation. No. It would right. be, what did you do? <laughs> Get the belt. Oh. The sports parents are a little different, though, because there are the parents who are like, oh, better luck next time. And then there's parents like me that I'm like, go, run. And like, if they get out, I'm like, well, you're out. You should have yeah. ran yeah. faster. Like, there's nothing wrong I, with cheering your kid on. That's I'm, not what I'm saying. I'm saying, but telling every little kid that they're the best at baseball, you're going to go yeah. out there and be so perfect, Johnny. I mean, well, yeah. it's on. funny because I watched, I was able to see Grayson's last game. And so my ex is actually his coach. So he's the, he, he coaches the whole team. And I have to be honest. The team is, they're not great. They're not good. And they were facing this other team. And they were really, every kid that came up was able to hit the ball the first 
hit they would go because again this is the this is the step right above t-ball so they're just learning how to hit the ball when someone's throwing it to them and this coach was intense he was like no arm up buckle up be tight and my my ex is like it's okay we'll go again and i am so competitive that i i am that crazy parent that i'm like you can go for two keep running go (laughs) and they're like no it's okay he's fine and we don't want him to slide i'm like you don't want him to slide what do you mean well they might get hurt i'm like no it's it's, baseball baseball i was teaching the nine-year-olds how to go in wheels up yeah how to go in the shortstop keep get the spikes up in the air (laughs) what do you mean you don't want him to slide get the spikes in the air talking about i just that's what we used to do in high school we used to break up a double play you try to spike the guy that's right then they can't catch the ball you're not out let me you tell you, you've not had a... They'd rip his leg open. That's right. <laughs> that's how you play. You've not had a childhood until you skin a couple knees. That's oh. good. Bill's character when, is good for you. When uh, Connor and I were at a Yankee game not long ago, and, you know, Connor didn't play really much baseball. He found lacrosse very young, and he became very, very good at lacrosse. So, um, you know, he didn't play a lot of baseball. So we were at Yankee Stadium, and one guy squared the bunt, right? There was a sacrifice bunt. And he said, Dad, why does he do that? And I said, well, he wants them to you know, move the infielders around. Right, and blah, right, blah, right. Blah, that's all that about. And he said, so what do you do to stop that if you're on defense? <laughs> he said, pitch it, throw it right at his head. <laughs> Absolutely right. Don't let him bunt. <laughs> Walk him to the first base. <laughs> that's right. And these four kids were sitting in the, the row in front of us, and they all turned around and looked at me. And I said, old school. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I'm just so competitive. It's not even about... It's well, like Lola about, talks about bullies and that sort of thing sometimes. And I'm like, you know, when no one's looking, punch, punch them in the face. Punch them back. Just don't get yeah. in trouble, that's I all. Know. And don't, you know, don't kill them. But it's probably not the best advice, but I am kind of that... I'm the same way. Sucker punch that little like, brat right in the face. Just tell him to shut up and walk away. Like, yeah, no, I was I was a little uh, intense when I coached. I yeah. was not a I was I was not laid back at all. No, and I'm not a laid back type of person. And it's funny because my ex, who is the coach, is, and he's just like he's like good good job. I'm like he he didn't hit the ball. What do you mean? It's not a good, good job. job. <laughs> this is what the teachers do today. Yeah. Like Joe, my uncle, uh, also named Joe, was a teacher back in the day, right? And I wanted to see his class, and he uh, he used to joke that it was like Welcome Back Cotter, where they gave him all the, the rejects and the kids that were, you know, well, in trouble, that sort of thing. Right, right, right. Well, that's what that's the way he would describe it, right? <laughs> and I remember he starts the class, and I'm visiting, because he's like, well, I got to do a couple classes, and we'll have lunch. I'm like, all right, Uncle Joe, right? And so I'm watching, he goes, listen, kids, this is a state where everybody says uh, we're going to make a deal. Well, here's the deal. I'm the boss. You all are scum. Shut up or get out. I was like, this is fantastic. Well, that's, I mean get all these kids bam they're jumping every time he clap his hands to get their attention <laughs> pay attention it's great love it builds character i think there's a happy medium i really do i, I don't and then your ex is like that's you did such a great job when you fell down no it's, <laughs> and that's the thing like it's okay to be encouraging and of course you want them to do well but you also especially as the coach like you have to coach them yeah. as to what to do the how to do it the right way like it put their arm up yes you can slide yes you can take another base like i just i can't handle that like good try good try i'm like no that's it's like this that is bit, what we uh, do to do sebastian it right. does you know you've embarrassed yourself you've embarrassed the team and you've embarrassed the family <laughs> let's go that's right you never play in baseball they had again fun. you never that's played again matters, oh i used to take kids out all Ugh. the time oh my gosh i remember one time i went out and took a picture out after he threw like you know three balls over the backstop yeah. And I went out and took the picture out, and his mother came screaming out of the, out of the stands, Do you know what you just did to his self-esteem? 
And I said, yeah, you know what I did? I just saved <laughs> yeah. him from going to jail because he would have killed somebody by hitting him in the head. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And, and, and she just, you know, she just didn't want to hear that. Yeah. And, and like I said, honestly. It's tough. A lot of these, I was the same way. You know what? When your kid's seven, eight, nine years old. And you don't have anything to compare him to yet? Yeah, yeah. You do. You think you think he's going to be, you know, he's Babe Ruth, best. Jared Jeter. Yes. You think he's going to be, uh, you know, uh, 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 the best quarterback in the world. He's going to be the smartest kid in the class. He's going to be a great, you know, he's going to be president of the United States. And then all of a sudden you realize that maybe I got a dummy. <laughs> maybe <Yeah>. or not. <laughs> you know? It's okay. And, uh, and that happens, you know? <laughs> Again, it's okay It's okay to be encouraging, but I just also think if you're coaching a team, you need to coach them, not just be encouraging. You have to show them well, how to do it the right way. Listen, you people are talking to a guy who is sitting with the guidance counselor in 12th grade and says, listen, college isn't for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I am that guy, okay? Yeah. So I get it. Yes. Well, you know what? College isn't for everybody. That's right. It's not. No, it's, it's not. not. And, um, you know, everybody does not have to go to college. Mm-hmm. No, but, they do not. But... Anyway. Well, <laughs> all right. Figured all that out. Well, figure all that out. Hey, that's another thing you don't get on that point station right there. I'm all stressed out. <laughs> that conversation. Encouraging us to emotionally wound children. Yeah. Yes, probably exactly. probably the that's case. Awesome. Yeah. It's going to be great. For the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board, which is presented by Monmouth Park. You can drive down to the Classic Car Show and Oldies Day at Monmouth Park, which is happening Sunday, July the 9th. Check out over 120 classic cars. You can enjoy free family fun day activities, free parking, general admission, just six bucks. Visit monmouthpark.com for all the info. Always a good time at Monmouth Park. And the Boss Roadies will see you there that day because we present all their events. Mm-hmm. Boss Roadies also will see you out tomorrow night for Boss Listener Appreciation Night, Seaside, Casino Pier, Breakwater Beach. Gates open at 5 o'clock. That should be a fun night tomorrow. Boss is here from really 5 fun. to 7, but you can stay all night if you want. Also going to be over at the Knights of Inferno Motorcycle Club, uh, Mother Chapter Bike Night with Jersey Shore Power Sports, a town and country inn of Keyport. That goes on from 7 to 9 tomorrow night. So it's going to okay. be, be a busy, busy hump day night. Yeah, The 26th Annual North Brunswick Youth Sports Festival is happening Saturday through the 4th of July with carnival rides, live music, food, and of course, fireworks. Go out there get all your mosquito bites. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Proceeds from the festival go directly to the youth sports groups of North Brunswick. North Brunswick Youth Sports Festival.com for the details on that one. Barnegat Drive-In Movie Series happens tonight. Barnegat High School, they're going to be showing Super Pets at dusk. Oh, very cute. That was a cute movie. We saw that one. Very cute movie, yes. Super man's dog crypto mm-hmm. free event barnegat.com for all the details <laughs> big fan just trying to sell what the movie is it was, it's a very cute movie rated pg and it's free yeah the best part. Now playing for free at Barnegat High School. <laughs> First Responders Day happening Thursday starting at 10 at the Stafford Branch Library. Step inside a fire truck, ambulance, and police car. Meet first responders and learn about all the tools they use to keep you safe. Oh, I love that. TheOceanLibrary.org for more info. Now, if you are a local business, what are you giggling about? I, just, I, I would go up to them and say, I see the jaws of life? And I don't know why that came into my head, but that's the first thing I would want to see if I saw First Responder. <laughs> Most women would want to see the fireman with his shirt off, and you're like, can I I see the jaws of life? Very interested to see how that works. You stinking weirdo, you. Interesting. Local businesses, organizations, see what I'm dealing with here, charity groups. You're putting on a fun event, let us know about it. We'd love to share it on the CBB, which we do every morning about 620-835. Text it in, 732-774-4444. You can do it on our Facebook page, send us a little direct message, or on a website, which, of course, is 1071theboss.com. And there you are. There's a couple of things we thought you, yes, you, needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. We're Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. This is 1071 the 
Boss, also on 99.7 FM, anywhere on the free Boss app or 1071theboss.com. Proud to be keeping all these radio traditions alive. That's yes. what we do here. We play the old songs. We talk about the old radio stations. We're a bunch of old DJs. That's what we do here. That's right. <laughs> No, not really. You hear about washed um, up old farts. Oh, come on! <laughs> Y'all can speak for yourself, yeah. okay? That really is true of Joe and I. We've <laughs> we've been to the big leagues, and now we're doing this. But Rochelle, she got a big future ahead of her. Oh, huge, 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 right. huge future ahead. We've, we've been to the show. Uh, Congratulations! Now we're just down here playing for the Jersey Jackals. Oh, shut up! <laughs> Congratulations to Shaquille O'Neal. He's what moving into the, uh, well, He's uh, he grew up in Newark. I didn't realize that. Hmm. He's yeah. moving into uh, Middlesex County. He's uh, opening six big chicken restaurants. It'll be a fast, oh. casual restaurant chain specializing in chicken sandwiches and other chicken dishes. Really? He said he's looking to compete with Chick-fil-A. He's oh, got good a, luck. He's got a couple luck. of uh, entrepreneur partners that he's working with here, and he'll be doing the commercials and all of that. He's going to be open on Sundays? I would imagine so, yeah. Advantage for I would imagine yeah. so. I'll tell you what, I like everything Shaquille O'Neal does. I think he's entertaining on TV. I think he's a great athlete, and I love his apparel. The man makes fantastic uh, sport jackets. Yep. That's all I buy these yep. days is the Shaq collection because they fit nice if you're a big fellow like me. I bet his portion sizes are really good there because yeah. if it's a Shaq size meal, it's got to be pretty good. That's right, Rochelle. Have you ever seen right. him in person? I have not seen him in person, no. I, no, I went that, to uh, the Madame Tussauds, and they had his wax figure, and I, did, <laughs> I think I was at his kneecaps. <laughs> he is, forget that part, but he's, that is a massive, massive human being. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He he's, is gigantic. 6'11", I think? Yeah, but he's, like, he's 6'11 in all directions. I mean, he's a... <laughs> Big guy. He's got a size twenty-two shoe. Yeah, he's seven foot one inch. Yeah. That's he's gigantic. <laughs> twenty-two. Well, I'm looking forward to trying his chicken because he makes a fine sport jacket. So yeah, yeah. If his chicken couldn't is shoot a, couldn't yeah. shoot a free throw to save his life. I thought he was a good player. He was fun he to was watch. He was a great player. But that's what they used to call it, hack a shack, <laughs> when they would get down to the end of the uh, the game and they needed a foul, they'd foul him because he's missed. He'd miss all the foul shots. Now, Joe, why you got to bring all that up? I don't want to talk about that no more. How does he miss a shot? His face is like at the net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he should be able just to, into just it. to dunk it, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. How about this? Guns N' Roses will be at uh, MetLife Stadium August 15th, which is really just a couple of weeks away when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get you some tickets here. We're looking for caller number 10. Matter of fact, let's just open it up for the first correct caller to get through. Forget okay. caller 10. All right. So first correct caller through, 732-774-4444. Going to play Jersey Trivia. You got to get, uh, we'll say three out of six, something like that. Two out of five. What okay. do you say? How about the first three correct? All right, the first th- three correct answers. <laughs> first person to get three correct answers will win. Guns and Roses tickets. Garden State trivia coming right up. Phone lines open. Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. Ready and set to play Garden State trivia. Got a couple of questions here. All have to do with our great Garden State. You can answer the uh, first three. Correct. First person mm-hmm. to get three correct will win tickets. Go see Guns N' Roses over at MetLife Stadium. We'll start on line one, 732-774-4444. And we'll just keep going until somebody gets three correct. All right, let's start on line one. Hi there, it's the boss. Good morning. Hello? Hello? Hi, yeah. how, are, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. you got to turn down your radio a little bit. We're getting some feedback. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate you listening loud, but we, yes. don't, we don't want squeaky feedback here. You're going to play a little okay. uh, Garden State trivia? Okay, I'm ready. All right, we're playing for Guns N' Roses tickets. What is your name, contestant? My name is Jolene. 
All right, Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. Mm. Question number one, what New Jersey city has the tallest building in the state? Tallest building. The tallest building? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's this one. Jersey City. Jersey City is correct. Just going to get two more <laughs> to win. Is that a guess? That sounded like a guess. That doesn't matter. She got it right. I know. I'm just wondering. All right, Jolene, other than Chris Christie, name a former governor of New Jersey. Jim McGreevy. Look at that. One more for the big win. What exit is exit 80 off the Garden State Parkway? Exit 80. Mm. Like what? Mm, no, it is not. Uh, where's my buzzer? Can't hear my buzzer. Hang on, i got to buzzer you. There it is. <laughs> no, that is, um, that is Beachwood South Toms River, but you're very close. All right, so we still just got one more to win. Other than John Bon Jovi or Bruce Springsteen, name a New Jersey artist that had a hit record. Frankie Valley. Look at that. All right. We got a winner right here. Jolene is on her way to go see Guns N' Roses, MetLife Stadium, August 15th. Nice job in Garden State Trivia. You did great. You want to do a bonus one just for the fun of it? Sure. Absolutely. (laughs) We mentioned on the show yesterday was the anniversary of the Atlantic City Boardwalk opening for the very first time. True or false, it was in the year 1870. No, that was actually, uh, that was true. Mm, it wasn't 1870. But that doesn't matter, Jolene. You got your Guns N' Roses tickets, your GNR. So hang in the line. We'll get your info and get this out to you, okay? Great. Thank you so much. All right. Don't hang up. We'll be right back. That was pretty good. It this was is, good. Did I get through all of them? I had two other ones. Do you want to try them? What's the biggest city in New Jersey? Uh, Can I guess? Trenton? Nope. Nope. Mm. Take a second guess. Other than, uh, it, it's got big buildings and it's right across from New York. Oh, Hoboken? No, Newark is the biggest oh, city. Oh, Newark. Oh, that makes sense. What's the average temperature for June? 85? True or false? False. That is false. It's 74. <laughs> so really, we're not that far away. It seems like it's such a cold summer, but 74 is the yeah. average for June. So it's really not as bad In the middle of the day, thought. because in the morning, it's freezing. Well, so. I think that's why. is because they average out and uh, yeah. screws up the number. <laughs> All right. Congratulations, Jolene. I wanted so badly to break out into the... Hey, anybody ever say Jolene because of the song? But I know she gets that all the time. Oh, so I'm I sure. I don't want to be a dummy like that. <laughs> time for Hashtag Mom. Confessions. Every morning at 72920, we search that hashtag and we hear from moms. Mom's got a lot going on. Mom's working a couple of jobs. Get a bunch litter of kids at home. Sometimes from grandmoms or remember what it was like having kids when mm-hmm. they were younger or whatever the deal is. And we share them just like this. Alice Lloyd said, my daughter said that the holes in my jeans make me look scruffy. And I'm confused because I don't remember giving birth to my mother. (laughs) (laughs) I would shave that beard. You look like Ted Cruz. You look like Wolf Blitzer. (laughs) At Daring Dana 33 said, just watch my toddler dip a string cheese into a strawberry yogurt Mm. and then eat it. And then chug eight ounces of whole milk. It's literally a Dairy Queen. (laughs) You gotta hope that kid doesn't have a lactose allergy. (laughs) Tummy issues. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy Atkins said, at an event over the weekend, I spotted my colleague and whispered to my husband, oh my God, that's sweaty Betty. <laughs> Next minute, she comes right up to us and introduced herself to my husband saying, hi, I'm Betty. And my eight-year-old said, but my mom said your name is sweaty. <laughs> Sweaty Betty. That's so awkward. Sweaty Betty. <laughs> She's got the jock itch like Adele in her lady parts. Sweaty Betty. Hashtag mom. <laughs> Every morning, 720 and 920. in. You might hear yours right here. Fast five birthdays coming right up. Jersey's free money radio station. By the way, big announcement coming Friday on your next chance to win some summer cash. 
from 1071 The Boss. Mm. Friday morning, right about this time, right about 720, 730 or so, we'll have some details how to win more summer money from Jersey's free money radio station. Congrats again to Jolene, Jolene Eckert from Howell. She's a big winner in uh, Garden State Trivia. On her way to go see GNR Guns N' Roses MetLife Stadium August 15th. So big congratulations to Jolene. Plenty more tickets to win today. Michelle (laughs) will send you to see the Goo Goo Dolls. And Dusan will send you to see ZZ Top with Leonard Skinner at PNC Bank Art Center. So a big day of winning. And then more cash details coming Friday. So Mm. just a little reminder for you. All right, time for Robbie and Michelle's Fast Five. Five big old training stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. You can always uh, stay in touch with us on the socials. On the Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, we are at Robbie and Rochelle Radio or at 1071theboss.com or the website or wherever you get podcasts. Here we go. Number five. The papers are all out of order here. <laughs> Number five. The uh, internet's, uh, internet's latest obsession is a parrot. Have you seen this? No. It sounds like it's saying, I'm going to get you in a southern accent. <laughs> this is a parrot. Okay. Er, Polly want a cracker. Sounds sounds like it's saying, I'm going to get you in a southern accent. Okay. Like foghorn leghorn. Listen closely. Here it is. Maybe. Possibly. Do we have the clip? What are you doing? I'm going to get you. I mean, how about that? <laughs> Can we hear that one more time? The parrot saying, I'm going to get you. Man, that's so funny. That kind of gives me the creeps a little bit. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. You're the mailman. The window's open. The thing is, I'm going to get you. You know that when I was in college, I used to nanny for a family that had a parrot. And the parrot used to make sounds. And the kids were playing that Xbox game Halo. Uh And it learned how to mock the sounds of a shooting gun. Oh, my God. And let me tell you, putting (laughs) the kids down for a nap or taking them to school or whatever they're doing and, and being in the kitchen and then all of a sudden hearing a machine gun in the back room terrifying that is terrifying <laughs> what you gonna do parrot what are you doing i'm gonna get you oh my god <laughs> Oof, i don't care for that at all you gotta be careful what you train them to say i've been around parrots a little bit i mean i've never had one or known anybody that had one but i've been you know the zoo and those sort of places yeah. i've never heard a parrot talk that clearly before. they do they tra- they learn they're very smart but i'm telling you this one that i was like happening. I think I want a puppy. It's like when the puppies go, oh, boo, boo, boo. I prefer a puppy. Number four, oh, my wish, your wish is my command, or my command is my own wish. Listen to this. Number four, the world's ugliest dog oh. has been crowned. His name is Scooter. He's a seven-year-old Chinese crested. Oh. He's bald and has backward-facing hind legs. Oh. Here we are. He's being awarded the world's ugliest dog, Oh, good for you, Scooter. Oh, we should post a picture of him on the Facebook. Yeah, I'm looking at a photo of him right now. He's he's pretty. He's he's pretty, pretty ugly. Ugly. Yeah, yeah, but he seems like a sweet little boy. Those dogs are so strange looking. Yeah. They look like little gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> they just have the weird patch of hair on the yeah. top of their head. They kind of look like Kermit's kids. Yeah. Oh, that's not <laughs> nice at all. Little, little patch of hair that's right on the not top. Not nice at all. Number three, Maury Povich is launching an at-home paternity test company called <laughs> The Results Are In. Because, of course, he is. That's fantastic. You may have thought we saw the last of Maury Povich when he signed <laughs> off his TV show. But somehow you've missed this. Remember, he was famous for saying, you are the father. Yes. I think we have a do we have a clip of Maury for people That's that have never... so great. People have never seen the show before. They you go, are not the father. Oh. There you go. 
This is his big thing is, you know, people come on there and take paternity tests to find out who owes yeah. who money or who is really the father or not. So now he's got the results are in. <laughs> he said uh, in a quote, he's been around paternity testing for more than 20 years in the show. So now he knows how to help people looking for fathers, fathers looking for children. I guess it's a nice thing. It is a, it is a nice thing. A little weird it's... to call up Maury Povich when you're <laughs> looking for your long lost relative, but... That show was always so great when they would show the photo of the kid next to the alleged dad and they just look like they're mini me. And he's like, that's not my kid. I'm like, are you kidding? Are you serious? I'm going to send my parrot after you. <laughs> Bonus story for you. This is awful. Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On has seen a huge spike, about 300% in streaming oh, on Spotify, no. people downloading the song yeah. after the Ocean Gate disaster last week. That's Netflix terrible. also bringing back Titanic. No. They say it's just a coincidence uh-huh. and are evaluating the situation. Sure. We're going to have a meeting and decide if it's appropriate to have Titanic on Netflix because some people are offended. Some people probably wouldn't even notice, but you have to imagine that my heart will go on is because of the news. Oh, they? of course it is. Over the weekend, Lola and I were strolling TikTok because that's what we do. And sure. every other meme was something about that Ocean Gate. And I heard that song several times, so I'm sure that's probably part of it. It says some people are really offended by the whole thing. And then other people have got memes with SpongeBob SquarePants, and <laughs> Flipper, and the Megalodon. So I guess it just depends <laughs> on what kind of, a, kind of a person you are. Well, they've got the Megalodon coming. To, you know that movie, The Giant yeah. Thing, eating the, the oh, little... Oh, jeez. That's horrible. Purple. Some people are not it's offended. It's very sad. It is a very sad event, but I can understand how you can make a meme out of something like that. I see both sides. Look at you. I really do. Look at you. You're bringing people together. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Why did you run for president? <laughs> Number two, Vanna White has reportedly uh, asked for a huge raise if she's to stay on with Wheel of Fortune. Good for her. After this season when Pat Sajak leaves, she currently makes only $3 million, only $3 oh, million a year. Oh, Pat tough. makes five times that amount. That's $18 million a year. Really? She said, uh, out of respect for Pat and the relationship that they've had, she never asked for a huge raise before, but the time has come. Mm-hmm. And I would agree. The time probably has come. $3 million doesn't seem like a... She's a, a living legend. She is. She is. And while she doesn't say much during the show, she yeah. does play a vital role in what sure. they do, and she's the face of the show now. So I think that she definitely deserves that. And there's that probably race. some old guys at the home, you know, that are getting their thrills watching Vanna and their pretty dresses every night. So <laughs> that's your bread and butter Wheel of Fortune audience right there. It's the old guys on a sofa at the home. Is that it? Hey, Vern, you want me to turn on Wheel of Fortune? Yes, please. <laughs> Bonus, bonus, bonus story for you. This is great. Adam Sandler posted a little video shout-out on his socials to mm-hmm. a teen golfer who goes by Happy Gilmore. Oh, His real name is, I think it's Lawrence Gilmore. Uh, Happy announced he's going to Ball State University, so Adam heard about this, that he calls himself Happy yeah. Gilmore and says, uh, go get him, Happy. I'm pulling for you. Oh, Whoopity love that. Whoopity-doo. <laughs> get in your home. Go to your home. The price is wrong, Bob. <laughs> That's so fun. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. And number one, a poll on men's fashion has found that men unbuttoning the top two buttons on their shirt mm-hmm. is a sexy look. Yes. For a profile picture on a dating app. Yes. Or to show up on a date. On the other side of it, men should avoid wearing red clothes, any clothes in color red, mm-hmm. baggy clothing, okay. like cargo pants. Yeah. I happen to like cargo pants. They have nice pocket space. <laughs> and you should never show off ankle skin. Okay. I mean, how do you do that? If you're wearing flip-flops or something, well, I don't know how you get rid of ankle skin. Uh, 
Yeah, there's that fashion statement now where guys wear the trousers that are a little too short, and mm. then they wear the dress shoes with no socks. I think that's probably what they're referring ah, to because it looks a little douchey. It just does. <laughs> a little douche. But I do Uh-oh. agree with the. I do agree with the two buttons. I always tell you, I'm like, you need to unbutton one more. It's too, you're, you're too buttoned up. And the red, I probably also agree with. I, I do. Red but when a you're a big fat guy button. like me, there's no reason to unbutton another button. Nobody. Needs I'm not to see telling that. you to have your shirt completely open. That's not necessary. But I think. But if I go another button, you're going to start seeing chest hair and then man boobs, and nobody needs that. You're going to see man boobs. If I lean over, you might. Yeah, no, I'm not showing any cleavage. That's not happening. I wear sweaters to the beach these days. No one needs to see anything. Cleavage? What are you talking about? No, I don't. I don't agree with. I mean, for a good-looking young guy, sure, unbutton the top button and be a you know, but not for me. That is making joke. Do you do this? Does Mary Ann ask you to open the button? No. Uh, depends on the shirt. All right. Maybe this is a thing. Depends on the shirt. It's some of your shirts, like the one you're wearing today is okay the way it is, but you have some of them that are a little bit more crisp on the uh, on the collar. On the collar, and then when you have it buttoned up that high, it just looks I don't know. It's... You're supposed to button it up to the very top button. Only if you're wearing a tie. No, uh, the top button then you're wearing a tie, but then otherwise if you're not wearing a tie, you only undo the very no, top button. No, you should do the first two. I agree with the statement. And, and what's the deal no with red clothes? What's wrong with wearing red? I, I always think of your hometown guy, Joe Zito, wearing red clothes. It's very 80s. It's very, I don't know. You think it looks Guido is what you're saying? I don't know if Guido is the right word. Cavone, that kind of thing? I don't, I don't know. I don't, it's not, I guess it depends on the red. If mm. it, it has to be a certain red and it depends on the shirt. Like a red turtleneck, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> like a Mr. Rogers red in a turtleneck. red turtleneck. I'm telling you, I've, I've seen it. It's not good. You know, there was a ton, like Don Johnson back in Miami Vice, he would do the uh, the white suit and then he would just wear sandals so he'd have no socks. And yeah, he looked that's to- another level. That's he had, another he looked level totally cool Johnson. with no socks at his ankles out. So I think it depends well, on the guy. Let me tell you something. Back in those days, yeah. when that was on TV, Miami Vice... I had I had a white linen jacket. I had the I had I had all of that. Uh-huh. It was just it looked great. <sighs> Me and my big giant fro. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, you look yeah. like you look like Howard Hoffman in those days. <laughs> <laughs> a cool Howard Hoffman. Yeah, I guess it just it depends on the whole style. It can I, I don't know. I don't like the dress shoes with the no socks and your ankles out. I just think you look. You look like a tool. I'm just going to say it. You do. Really? It's not It's not a good... Maybe the, the flip-flops would be a little better if you're on the beach, but I don't like the dress shoes with no socks. It looks weird, and the men's pants are like... They're like capri pants. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> capri pants. <laughs> I will show you a picture. I'm telling you, they're not long. They're not long enough. There's like where they're fit, so they're not touching your shoe, and then there are some guys who just wear... They look like pirate capri pants. That's what they look like to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With dress the shoes. dress shoes. I always wear socks with dress shoes. I'm but, telling you, this is like a weird look. like my boat shoes, I never wear socks all all, all summer long. Yeah. Well, if you're going out to dinner and you're in South Beach or something like that, or you know, or Cape May in the summer, and you're wearing a summer suit, maybe you don't wear socks and you just wear the uh, the dress yeah. loafers. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. I don't know. Nothing wrong with, it, nothing wrong with that. Just dep- I don't know. It What's the difference between uh, culottes, a culotte, what is it, culottes and mm-hmm. uh, capri pants? What's the difference? Are they the same thing? Well, capris are usually more fit, and like the culottes or the the gauchos, they'd call them. Those are they're like flowy, flowy like the pantaloons. Tiny, <laughs> like pantaloons. I'd like to point out, I've managed to bring up pantaloons <laughs> two days in a row. Not going to get this from that point station, baby. Tuesday, world-famous celebrity birthday file. He says, moving along, Chloe Kardashian is 39. She's the one with the new face, right? Chloe? Yeah. Yes. Courtney's the one that just... She's pregnant. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Lee Nash. Joe, talk about an old PLJ group. Six pence, none the richer. Remember Lee Nash? 
She's yeah. uh, 47. They had some great songs. Kiss Me yeah. and uh, yeah. and other ones Kiss I don't remember. Me. Toby yeah. Maguire, oh, yeah. the, uh, the super, uh, Spider-Man, he's 48 today. The Super Nanny, Joe Frost, she's 52. Uh, Draco Rosa from Menudo, that's a group that Ricky <laughs> Martin used to be in, 54 today. J.J. Abrams, Julia Duffy, she was Stephanie on Newhart. She's 72, believe it or not. Gone but not forgotten, Ross Pro. I'm Ross Pro. Remember that guy? Little guy with the big yeah, ears. Ross Pro. Oh, yeah. He was born this day of 1930. Captain Kangaroo Bob Keeshan, born this Aww. day of 1927. So. Today is National Bingo Day, and it is National Ice Cream Cake Day. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> you were waiting all morning to do that, weren't you? I got my bingo arms going. You were waiting all morning. <laughs> my bingo wings. <laughs> Start flapping I will the bingo never forget, wings. as long as I live... Back in the day, we used to have you know bingo at my cat the cow school I went to. Sure. And every 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 Saturday, we used to have to go and work bingo, and uh, well, once a month on a Saturday, there was this one woman, and I will never forget her. Every time anybody brings up bingo, I keep remembering this voice, and she would go, <laughs> "Slow down." <laughs> <laughs> and that is just ingrained in my brain. Mm-hmm. That woman. You know this old lady yeah. out there playing bingo. God bless her, but they take it. They take it very seriously. Oh. I, I, I've gone to play bingo a couple times with my aunts, and I love it. But they're intense. Like mm. I'll have three cards, and my aunt Kathy will have twenty five cards. Yeah. I'm not kidding. And she's yeah. got her little daughter, and she's like, "You missed one." And I'm like, "Oh, how are you even seeing this?" She's like, "There's B four. It's right there. Didn't you see it?" I'm like, "No, you're stressing me out." Let me say something. They're unbelievable. Joe's going to agree with this. Unless you've had it all handed to you, most of us start out doing some menial things. Just to get on a microphone and to start getting better at doing what we do, right? Most people that do radio or TV. And I have done nightclubs. I have done bingo at the church just to get on the microphone because they said, you know, when I was a teenager and I was starting out, I remember the priest said to my father, would your son call the bingo numbers? He's got that nice voice. And I'm going to tell you something. Line dancing and the old ladies at bingo (laughs) is the scariest audience to get up in front of on a microphone so because stressful. if you misspeak and make one mistake yes holy oh, they crap they will oh. murder you in the parking uh-huh. lot holy crap yes yes they will do not mess up the bingo cards do See, not they mess didn't it up. allow us to even do it like the kids the high school kids then no they, mm. these were all the fathers did it and there was a one guy mm-hmm. who did it all the time i can't remember who he was but he did it all the time and he had one of these nice soothe calming voices you know it was like before mm. and they love that yeah but then when he didn't do every game and when the other guy would get up there <laughs> slow down <laughs> but you're, you're right joe like the pacing matters because the few times that i've been i thought it went really fast yeah. because i'm not used to it uh, but my aunts were like this guy's so slow let's go i'm like oh, really <laughs> well it's the same as when you do the line dancing because you go up there and you go all right everybody here comes a little two-step a one and a two and, yeah. and if you screw that up pacing everybody matters. throws their hands up and goes oh jesus how am i supposed to dance now <laughs> i'm like you're at a nightclub have a drink calm down so stressful oh jace you called him wrong i'm sorry i don't, oh, I don't know the gosh. texas two-step sorry <laughs> there was this old guy too that was there at the time and he used to get a. Uh, you know, we always we we made hot dogs and things like that. You know, they had sandwiches there and things like that for them to eat. We had the hot dogs. <laughs> this is one guy. He'd always come up to us and he'd always ask the girls, right? Because the boys were told not to do this, and they were girls were too, but the girls were a lot softer. And they would say, 
could you please toast my bun? (laughs) (laughs) And it's it's really nice, all that. And, of course, they put it down. Well, of course, as soon as they saw the one being toasted, they all all came out. How come you wouldn't toast mine? (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, That is every little old lady in the back of the church with her rosary beads. Turns into quite the complainer when she comes for the Sunday breakfast in the rec center. Every one of them. Gosh. That's funny. That was nuts. Oh, my gosh. That's so stressful. (laughs) But it was fun, though. It was a lot of fun at the same time. Hang on a second. Is it B2? No, that's not it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Have a muffin. (laughs) And then when someone calls bingo and they're wrong, they made a mistake. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, terrible. And then. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But look at us now here in the big time. Mm -hmm. That's right. Look at us now. That's right. We should Make, go play bingo. I love bingo. Oh, I'd love to go. Well, you know, they have it at used to be's um, once a week, I think. Bingo. Mm. Oh, you guys can go. I'll be I'll I have the crab's claw. They I would love to go. Yeah. You just got to be careful. I can only do three cards. I can't do more than three. That's <laughs> stressful. Aileen, I think you're only allowed to have one. Oh, okay. Aileen goes and uh, calls it. It's actually really funny okay. to sit there at the bar and watch him. B5. <laughs> really funny. <laughs> now and again, we'll get enough stories trending, stories out there in the ether having to do with our four legged friends. For little four legged friends, mm-hmm. sometimes creepy crawlers, <laughs> big elephants, giraffes. You just never know. And once again, people love this for animal stories <laughs> across the country, across the world, stories of our. Animal Kingdom, a Utah couple has been reunited with their lost dog after a four-day search that ended over the weekend. They're so Aww. happy you can really hear them lose their mind when they see the dog. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Oh. Thank you, God. Oh. Oh. Can you get a leash? <laughs> oh, yeah, get the leash. All right, leash. now let's go to Petco. We're all back together now. Get the leash. Don't let the dog out again. Oh, he was so happy. That's such a sweet story. I thought we'd start with something nice. Yes. Because oh. it's all downhill from there. <laughs> this is Animal Stories. <laughs> Baby deer falls into a backyard pool in upstate New York. Happened oh. twice, as a matter of fact. Oh. A 12-year-old boy named Anthony helped scoop it out both times. His dad was there, too, filming, not helping. <laughs> <laughs> and encouraging him to stay away from the baby once it was out so the mother would come take care of it. Mm. She's like a day old. I hope she'll fall in the pool. I'm going to have to go get her. <laughs> Let's get her out. Go on the other side and grab her out. All right. Oh. When you get her out, just let her go because the mother's not going to be happy. Go ahead. All right, a couple of things here. First of all, I'm pretty sure this guy is in the witness protection program somewhere somewhere in the woods in upstate New York because yes. he is definitely not in the right place. No. He's a little bit of a fish out of water. <laughs> Secondly, what a big mush. He's like, yeah. listen, let's help the deer and then yeah. get the hell out of my yard. I don't want any droppings by the pool. Right. You understand me? <laughs> Animal Stories. 10,000 people in Australia's Rising Festival were invited to grab a free kazoo and make some noise. The woman filmed herself uh, in his video I'm about to play you here, mingling in the kazoo-playing crowd, and then... As you probably know by now, Melbourne hosted a 10,000-person kazoo event for free. (laughs) (laughs) Given a free kazoo, and basically you were encouraged to make your Here's what I don't understand. What does this have to do with animals? Why is this in animal stories? Oh, I don't know. Did someone think, uh, did our crack team of researchers think this was supposed to be kangaroo? Maybe. Actually, it's about kazoo. (laughs) 
I feel like I've been handed this story because someone misread this and thought it was about kangaroos in Australia, but it's about kazoos. That's amazing. This is a story about kazoos in Australia, not kangaroos. You dumb Americans. Kazoo, not kangaroo. A lovely story, but it did not belong in animal stories. There's no animals involved. It's a kazoo, not a kangaroo, Kermit. Sorry. All right, let's try and get this train back on the tracks. I know what we'll do. We'll go to Florida because it's always Florida. A black bear was found roaming the property of Tampa International Airport. Here's the executive vice president of airport operations. Sounds very important, doesn't he? Talking about the black bear getting into the airport grounds. Oh, boy. We quickly sprung into action. Our operations team, together with our police department, uh, we went to the area. We set up a robust perimeter around the area. You know, it's the first time in our 50-plus year history that we know of that we've had uh, a bear come onto the property. Okay, that's fine. So you handled it. That's great. You were the vice president of the airport operations in Tampa. You're not the president of the United <laughs> States, okay? You take yourself a little less seriously He's there, John Kalakos. Very, very serious. My fellow uh, airport goers, uh, <laughs> the state of our airport is strong. We have captured the bear. All right. You didn't catch Bin Laden. Will you calm down? You run an airport, okay? And finally, Lenny, a 111-year-old lobster, has been released back into the Atlantic off of Long Island to spend his remaining days in the wild. I didn't realize lobsters lived that I long. I didn't either. I thought they were like 40, 50 years, I something like that. I had no idea. Lenny has become a local celebrity, you might know. Might have seen him on the news. Uh, he's also a, a restaurant's mascot, South Shore on Long Island. We're going to send him out to the Atlantic Ocean where he can be back with his family for another 100 years. He says, can you bring an extra life jacket down to the dock? And I said, for what? <laughs> Those are two local police officers that were charged with bringing the lobster to the ocean and then letting him go free. Freeing the lobster. Now, we, how many times at Dumb Crooked we have a story about a guy, you know, he's naked butt cheeks in the back of the patrol mm-hmm. car. These guys get the assignment, bring some lobsters bring to the, the ocean. Lobster back. That's a nice deal. You know, yeah. one of them was like, hey, Gary. Yeah. Should we boil him? A couple, couple more years is going to be mighty tasty. I bet you he grew a lot of meat in that tail over 111 years. You look very tasty, Lenny. There you are. Animal stories. Now with Kazoo. <laughs> there they are. Hey. Nothing to do with kangaroos, but I don't know how this happens that that ended up in animal stories. Did not belong there. I'm wondering if the person who put it in the pile thought a kazoo was an animal. Well, that could be. I oh, didn't, that's even, true. didn't even consider that. Possibly. Kangaroo would be <laughs> animal stories. Kazoo had no business being an animal stories, but it was fun nonetheless. And I absolutely would have fried up the lobster, let me tell you. No, you wouldn't Boiled the lobster, I should say. No, you wouldn't No. First Never. of all, 110-year-old lobster probably tastes like, you know, it's probably not the greatest thing in the world. Probably don't want to eat it. It tastes old. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think there'd be a lot of meat in them claws? Oh, yeah, but the bigger they get, the less tasty they are. I, I don't know that that's true. That hasn't been my experience. I thought you'd be well, a three-pound lobster. You experience. More juicy, no? No. Mm. I don't think so. Maybe not. I don't know. No. What do I know? Depends how you cook them, I guess. But no, you're right. 110 years old, I would put them back in the water. You'd put them back in the yeah. water. But I would think about it. I would definitely think about it. <laughs> Poor guy. I know. <laughs> it's kangaroos, not kazoos. So funny. I got a big announcement out from uh, NBC and CBS this morning. They're working on their fall schedule, which is all discombobulated because of the writer's strike. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. NBC announced this morning that uh, they have more reality programming on to be announced, but they've oh, confirmed great. Magnum P.I. has been canceled. This is the third time it's been canceled. The Tom <laughs> Selleck one was canceled. The reboot was canceled. Then they brought the reboot. It's been canceled again. 
So that's it for Magnum P.I. on NBC. CBS Paramount Plus's uh, Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies, Star Trek Prodigy, and The Game have all been canceled and will be removed from CBS's streaming thing and from the Paramount app. So, big What is the Pink Lady one? What is that? It's a prequel Horrible. to Grease. Oh. Have you seen that, Joe? I hadn't seen it. I've seen I... about 30 seconds of it and just... It's a show? Yeah, you know the, was a show. You remember Stocker Channing, the yes, Pink Ladies from the Grease movie? Of course. This tells how the they group of girls... They became Pink Ladies? Right. Okay. So it's a prequel to the movie. I, I was thinking that was a reality show on how to become a Pink Lady. I was very confused <laughs> as to what... Was, no, what, what is that They've one? announced that there'll be a lot of reality shows in their I fall understand. schedule, but they confirmed that those shows have been... <laughs> well, probably... That's probably... I don't love a lot of reality shows, but uh-huh. those all sound terrible. Oh, my God. The Pink Ladies are canceled. <laughs> oh, no. What do we do? And now Adelazim... That was John Travolta's what that was. Yeah, I know. It's not a kangaroo, it's a kazoo. That's crazy. Oh, my God. I bet that's what that was. I bet the person who put that in the pile thought a kazoo was an animal. Yeah. Yeah. Or they just saw K in Australia. Yep. <laughs> this is what happens when I tell Kermit, can you pull some stuff and leave it for us in the morning? And then this is what I get three days later. So it's this my, was Oh, this was Kermit's work? It's my fault for not pre-reading oh, it. I just assumed. this opens up another hole. <laughs> Group of possibilities. I just assumed it would be fine. By the way, what was he doing dressed like a... a flamingo. A, yeah, that's what it was. He was no a flamingo. I was going to say a pink dinosaur, but he was a flamingo the other day running around at Long Branch at some event. What a fool he looked like. That's embarrassing yep. for him, isn't it? It is. And this is. Where does one find a flamingo hat? No. You can get anything on Amazon, but this is a guy with a wife and two kids, and he's running around on the beach like an idiot posting the pictures on social media. That's, mm. that's embarrassing for him. But not as embarrassing as thinking a kazoo is an animal. That's even more embarrassing. Yeah, well, <laughs> same guy who, when asked to give us Yogi Berra quotes, yeah. gave us, hey, boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> Terrible day. Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> Terrible day for Yogi Berra. Hey, boo-boo. Also, I want to mention something else. and want to apologize. I've looked more closely now and watched a full news report about that Jersey Devil that was stolen yesterday in uh, Stafford. Yes. And I have to admit, looking closely at the uh, higher quality footage, it is ridiculous that I confuse the, uh, the New Jersey Devil itself with the mascot for the hockey team. So you were right, Joe. I'm, I'm big enough to say you were right. I was wrong. I should have argued with you about that yesterday. Well, I'm sorry. The, the other thing is, too, is that the, the actual creature that wanders around the Pine Barrens. It's just Jersey Devil, the Jersey Devil, not the New Jersey Devil. Right. Jersey. Sure, they sure. They dropped the new from it. Well, that they did say in the news. They did say the uh, mythical New Jersey, Jersey Devil. Devil. So I'm I'm just well, quoting the lady on News 12. You talk to people down there in the Pine Barrens, they'll tell you he's as real as real gets. But <laughs> I think what they're seeing is a, is a big coyote. That would be my guess. I don't know. It's supposed hmm. to be, you know, walking around upright and eats cows. Well, I mean, a coyote can stand up on its hind legs, can it? I think that's what it is. It looks like a coyote to me. Yeah, maybe. Looks I don't maybe. know. Maybe. It's been there forever. Wiley Coyote, you know? <laughs> that's a cartoon. Well, I know, but it kind of looks like that. <laughs> I'm yeah, not gonna it kind of does. You're right. It does. Well, thank you, Joe. A little bit. But I, it doesn't look like the team mascot. That was a dumb comment I made yesterday. No. You were he's right. He's a fuzzy, cuddly yeah. guy. You know, he's just a, an NJ devil. He's a... He's the best. He's really cool. Funny he's the guy. best. Well, he's not. Best. Well, no, that's not true. The guy, the Philly guy, that whatever he's the called. The Philly fanatic, he's the yeah. He's, he's, he's the good. best. Yeah, How do you feel about the Green the Monster best. up in Boston? 
hate it. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a little league ballpark. Routine fly balls everywhere else. And hate it. Doubles. Hate it. Hate it. That's where Gracie should be playing t-ball. That's, what, that's all it's good for. A bunch of Absolutely. kids running around there. Little league baseball. It's ridiculous. Hate it. Horrible. So good. But just let the yeah, record show. Up. Let the record show. I was big enough to apologize and say that Joe was right. My observation was misguided well, yesterday. It's all right. No, that's no problem. I actually like it better when you don't apologize. <laughs> Hangs around longer. We can argue more about it. it was all- good. We'll get back to the pizza in a few minutes. Oh, geez. Uh, enough uh, with the pizza. Enough with the pizza. Really, right. enough of that. We are going to be doing a Garden State Trivia which we haven't done in a long time, Uh-oh. for Guns N' Roses tickets coming up about 710. Oh, that's fun. Okay. So could very well be some New Jersey, I'm sorry, Jersey Devil trivia in there. You just never <laughs> <Right>. know. You <laughs> just never know. Yeah, that's a that's a wild story. If you ever get a chance to read some, something about that, it's really pretty cool, that whole Jersey Devil thing. Yeah. Very funny. And Weird New Jersey, you ever, watch, you ever see that? Oh, yeah. That book, yep. Weird, mm-hmm. the magazine, Weird mm-hmm. New Jersey, that's crazy yeah, stuff in there. Yeah, there's some man. weird stuff in there. Yeah. What's that road up in, uh, I think it's Parlin or Old Bridge? Is it John Brown Road or something? There's supposed to be like a murderer that lives down that... Jake. That's it, Jake Brown Road. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other one, too, is the one where you put your car, you're looking at a... It's an optical illusion, but when you're, you're, you are you're think you're going uphill and you put your car in neutral and you start going up the hill instead of down the hill in neutral, uh. that's a road up in North Jersey, but it's an optical illusion. It looks like you're... Go- you know, it's just is opposite. But. I've been feeling that way driving around with all these meds I'm on for my back problems. <laughs> I don't know which way. You really shouldn't do that. I get out of the car. I'm at the building. I go, did I just drive here? I don't even remember. (laughs) That's not good. That's horrible. Holy Christmas. What happened? (laughs) Probably shouldn't do that. Probably not. Mm. I'm back now. He's not driving anymore. (laughs) At least a half a dozen laws against that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, just don't tell Captain Rich and I'll be fine. No, he won't get No, But I mean, really, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, I understand. (laughs) Let's hop to this. It's He Said, She Said right. on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. We were talking about something like this just the other day. because we were, It was our anniversary last week. We were mm-hmm. looking at some pictures. If you could get a do-over on your wedding, mm-hmm. what would you do differently? And I apologize to all the single people, all the single ladies. But we're talking <laughs> married people, people who have uh, who are married, who have been sure. married, who have gone sure. through the wedding experience. Or maybe, I mean, I guess we could open up to people who have been in a wedding. Is there, but, nah, yeah. I think I want to keep it to just people that are... Yeah, because it's really a, a, a different deal when you're tying the knot yourself. Yeah. If you could get a do-over on something at your wedding, what would you do differently? Mm-hmm. And again, I bring this up because we're looking at pictures, and I wore a white sport coat. Mm-hmm. Uh, a tuxedo coat, but a white tuxedo coat with the black pants instead of going all black yes. with the white shirt and the black tie. Yes. And I think I regret the white jacket and the white shoes. It might have just been a little too much, especially for a, a big porker like myself. Stop it. And you said the same. You said you probably would have chosen a different dress in yes. retrospect. I was really lucky that I got to have the fun bridal experience and go to Kleinfeld in in the city. Yep. And that was something I'd always wanted to do, go to the Say Yes to the Dress Place. And I think the excitement of being there kind of put me in a different place. It and intoxicated I intoxicated you. It, yeah. So I ended up choosing a dress the first time I was looking. And it's not that I didn't like my dress. I right. just wish I would have taken longer to look and maybe gone to some other places and not just chosen a dress at that place because I wanted to say I bought a dress there. Yeah. But I mean, you did have the stylist from the TV show and all I of that. Did. That was kind of neat. I did. And I had that whole experience. I just wish I'd only went once. I tried on five dresses and that was it. And yeah. I wish I would have taken more time to do that and maybe picked out something 
a little different. I, I would have picked something a little different. I also probably would have let your dad walk me down the aisle. He offered mm. to do that. Mm. And I, I look back and kind of regret not doing that for two reasons. Number one, because I think he really would have loved doing it. Mm. And number two, because that was a really long aisle <laughs> and I had really high heels on. And my entire fear the whole time walking down the aisle was that I was going to fall on my face. I know, but he, he's kind of a ham, so it would have been like Charles and Camilla I waving. I would have ah, liked that, ah. though. I would have liked that because I'm not somebody who necessarily loves having every eye on me. Well, that's yeah, because he so, would have stolen your moment a little bit. He can't help himself. I, I would have been oh, okay with that. Yeah. He's shaking hands in the pews. <laughs> yes. If you could get a do-over for something at your wedding, what would you do differently? Let's open the phone. 732-774-4444. 774-4444. Call us, text the same number, or get us on Facebook. Those are next. He said. She said. Is on. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071 The Boss and 99.7 FM. Or your boss app or 1071theboss.com. We're on that tune-in deal. Stream us on your TV or smart speaker. Thank you for doing it. Send her away with this morning's He Said. She said. We're talking weddings today. So this is only for the married or formerly married people, I suppose. Mm-hmm. If you can get a do-over on something at your wedding, what is it that you would do differently? Nicole said, my wedding was awesome, except I hated my hair. And I mean, hated my hair. Also, our names were on the cake and the baker spelled my name wrong. Oh, boy. That's tough. I bet that happens more than you think. You get a tricky name. Like, my name gets misspelled all the it time. Does. A lot of people it think does. it's I-E. It's a Y at the end mm-hmm. of uh, Robbie. So I would be very frustrated if the baker spelled my name wrong at my wedding. Congratulations, <laughs> Robbie and Michelle. D- it happens d- all the time. You double check that. That's something you double check. It's a wedding cake. <laughs> We're just throwing them out here. So a Text from 9112 said, not get drunk. I wish I could remember the second half of my reception. You probably don't want to remember the second half of your reception. The second half is the funnest part, though. That's what I'm saying. Just get crazy. Let yeah. it go. You're fine. <laughs> and Ray said, not smashing the wedding cake in my wife's face. Bad move on my part. <laughs> That's something you should ask somebody ahead of time if they're okay with that. Don't you think? Yeah. I don't think you should do it. No no bride wants cake smashed in her well, face. There might, be, to... might be somebody that's into it, but I think you need to ask first yeah. so you don't embarrass her and get her upset. Yeah. You don't want to begin your, your first night as a married couple upset. No, it's not what you want to do. Right, no, no, no. We'll no. line holding here. Hi. No problem, Robbie. How are you this morning? I'm fine. Do you have a good answer for us? Yes, I do. The first thing that popped into my mind was the bride. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that you know what? That's an obvious answer. Yeah. If it didn't go yeah. well, you do that differently. I, mean, um, I, I couldn't think of anything else. Everything else went perfect. <laughs> well, I hope you still have some money in the savings account. Um, <laughs> let's just say I got, a, I got a shirt left. That's about it. All right. Well, better luck next time, my friend. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Have a good day. Thank you for calling. 732-774-4444. That's 774-4444 to call or text or on Facebook at 1071 The Boss. And get a little wedding do-over. Do it all again. What is something that you would do totally differently? I mean, there's so many things you could change. What would you pick? It's He Said. She Said. With Robbie and Rochelle. We're talking marital bliss or maybe not today. Talking weddings. <laughs> As Rochelle and I were looking at some old pictures last week, our uh, anniversary came around. And, of course, the pictures pop up on your Facebook and all of that. And we were looking at uh, my coat and her dress. And both of us said, I'd probably do it differently if given uh, a second go around, a take two. Mm-hmm. So the question is, if you could get a do-over on your wedding, and we're talking to the married people or the formerly married people, what would you do differently? Where he said, I just got married on June 3rd. Mm. If I could go back, I would have booked a day of coordinator. I also would have made sure that someone took the boutonnieres and corsages out of the walk-in fridge instead of forgetting about them all together. Oh, boy. 
That's I'll tell you another thing. I would have gotten a videographer. Yeah, I told you. You did tell me, and I didn't do it because I thought people would be, <laughs> be taking cheap. pictures and video on their phone, which they did. Cheap. I was being cheap because it just seemed like an unnecessary expense. You know, because I figure with cameras today on everybody's yeah. phone, there'd be plenty of stuff. And there is, but it's not the same. It's not the same. So I do regret not mm-hmm. firing the videographer. Yes. So if there's a videographer out there listening, I endorse your business, okay? <laughs> You're an important resource yes, to a bride or groom. It is. Kim said, my wedding day was terrible. Uh-oh. Let me start off. My granddaughter passed out and had a seizure. Oh, geez. Second, it stormed with very high winds with what could have been a tornado. And the rain and wind took out the tents and ruined my table covers. Chairs went flying. And then there was a big fight between my family members and the list goes on however i've been married for 23 years i wouldn't change that all right a couple of things here first of all look at the weather leading up to your wedding if you're going to do an outdoor wedding yeah. look, at, look at the forecast that's something you're going to need to plan ahead all right yeah and then number two these people go oh it's good luck if it rains on your wedding day Mm-mm. now they're just trying to make you feel better mm-hmm. okay it's mm-hmm. not good luck it doesn't mean anything it just means a hassle for yeah. you yeah, so yeah, look yeah, at yeah. the forecast before you have your wedding outside well Yes, but the problem with that is if you plan to have a wedding outside under a tent, there mm-hmm. may not be another venue for you to go to. So that that's one of the risks of having an outdoor wedding in June. It just I is. understand that, but if you were having a wedding today, and you're, if someone's getting married today, I know it's a Tuesday, but there's probably people doing that, right? Mm-hmm. And sure. you're hearing Nick's forecast this morning, there's like a 65% chance of passing scattered thunderstorms. Yes. You need to factor that in before you put the tent up and get the caterer to set up the tables. You do, but again, some places there's no alternative. And what are you going to do? Cancel the wedding and tell everyone not to come? Well, what would so you do in that situation? Seriously. Because I would be like, just we'll just go inside. Just, it's just one of those risks you have to take. And yes, you have to look for an alternative. If yeah. there is something that you can go to, a community hall. Some, if it's going to be that bad, if there's tornado weather. Right. You have to find somewhere else. Or you do have to ca- cancel or postpone because you obviously can't have a wedding all right, so you hire conditions. a videographer, you hire Nor'easter Nick. You get to hire yes. both if you're going to do an outdoor mm-hmm. wedding. Right. Mm-hmm. And Craig said, I would have saved the 30 grand and flew out to Vegas to elope and had some great seats at a Raiders game with my <laughs> new bride. You know the average price of a wedding? I just looked it up. Take yeah. a guess. 29000 That is correct. Right on the nose. I've done this once or twice. Yeah. I used to be a coordinator. Well, actually, 28895 yeah. was the yeah. exact number for 2022. Mm-hmm. And they expect it only to continue to go up. Well, it's expensive. Yeah. Very, very expensive. I say, I wish I'd get the videographer. I wish I had, and I wish I had spent less money on things like the forks and knives. Because they, they say, what well, you you want to you want to get the caterer to come, mm-hmm. and if it's a backyard barbecue, it's a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. It's ten thousand dollars if they found out it's a wedding. I know. There's That's like a different so price true. if it's a wedding. There should be regulation on that. That's so true. That's how they make their money. Why don't you fix maker. that, Biden? Why don't you do something about that? <laughs> Pass a law or something. Whatever you people do. <laughs> don't screw around with me. No wedding surcharges, huh? You could get a do-over on your wedding. What would you do differently? A lot of Facebook answers going. You can uh, answer right there. If you can't do it at this minute, we check them all day. Or the Text Connect's always open. Contact the boss, 732-774-4444.